but you know, mentally, I like to say that. We're no, here. I mean, we, we should arrive before we leave. I feel like well, that's the correct know, sequence of events. We are who we are. Therefore, we should just be and on our way. No, I mean, with that, really, I mean, it's, it's, a, it's been an exhausting week. It's been like we've been so setting, tired. No, no, we've been setting up this week for, <laughs> for weeks now. It's just weird. I'm like, I'm going to say the word yeah. weeks for weeks for weeks. Last two weeks, every time we get on the show, I mean, good, good evening, everybody. Welcome back to the, to the best of our week. We have used the word embargo too much and too many times. So, yeah, I'm, is Sony going to like yours Sony? is all fancy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I took my Pro Eye setup because they didn't send <laughs> they didn't send us the, the Pro Eye setup again. They just sent us the phones. Um, so I was able to, you know, schmancy's fancy your 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 ear with the rear display and all of that. I even did a demo uh, live stream from the uh, Xperia One Mark Four. I, so I was so because of the embargo, I was so nervous to like try. Like what I was going to do is record one, you know, private. And then well, use that. So I, I was then... I wanted to do that as well. I wanted to be like, you know, let's do that. So what I ended up doing for me is I set up my account, but I never went live. So in the video, as I did my yeah. for my videos that I put, I just showed you how to get to it, but I never that, hit that the was button. that was that was a better way to do it. I just talked about it. I, yeah, I, I should have taken the step to to do well. It. So here's a little thing that probably we didn't see in the in any of the materials we got. The um the mirroring the app that we get in here also features some live streaming built into it. There's a live streaming yeah. setup in the in the mirroring app, and then we have it in the gaming section, and we also have it in the video pro. So for me, this is literally like and and when you set it up in one app, it opens up and, and it anything works on that images, it's like one button push to broadcast, yeah. and I was terrified. <laughs> I, I'm same here. <laughs> um, the the I, I like the flexibility we got though in the gaming section because we get to customize our our thumbnail, yeah. we get to customize the you know the the wording and all of that. But in Video Pro, you don't really get much. You just basically oh, it just goes. Yeah, yeah, and it uses whatever your channel's default image is, which to me is the the big you know TK Bay thing. Um, so, you know, when you, when you see that coming through your feed and all you see is that big sign, you're like, you have no idea what the video is about. So not a lot of people clicked on it, but it was, so it was me basically after sleeping for three hours the night before, cause I was up to like two 30, I woke up and I'm like, I'm getting ready to go to Google IO with team pixel. What should I do? Hey, why don't you join me? Let's chit chat. Surprisingly, dude, it actually came out really nice, like yeah. very, uh, clean, crisp, 1080p 60, very good. And I wasn't even on the ultra low latency. I was on just regular low latency options. So it was, mm-hmm. it, it was definitely very nice. But yeah, yeah I really so, wish I could have joined you guys for that. We're going to have so much to talk about with IO because it, dude, it the, the, the dumpster. I mean, I mean, it was seriously like <laughs> you want hardware dumpster. Well, no, no. It was basically <laughs> like they dumped so much information. It was just like the massive. No, really. IO, no, I, I, I knows, agree. IO never dumps hardware. IO never, never, ever, ever. Yeah. Last time they did that, it was it what? And, and it was huge hardware teases. <laughs> it was like phone upon phone upon phone upon watch upon mm-hmm. buds upon tablet. The thing that said they said they would not be. I mean, ever since the Nexus Seven, it's been dead silence. Like Nexus Seven, Nexus Ten, those were the last tablets Google made, and they were like, "We're never coming back." And this is why, this is why Samsung, you know, for the lack of a better term, sure. has has dominated the tablet market when it comes to premium. Because Google has there's been, been no competition. Yeah. So yeah. I'm 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 critically anxious to see a Google tablet with Tensor hardware. Mm-hmm. Hey, even Could the six A gets good. Tensor, man. Like that well, was I, crazy I, to me. I I feel like I kind of called some of their distribution. Oh, I no. was wrong because if anyone remembers when the Pixel Five A came out, 
Mm-hmm. Um, I actually advocated for them to kill the A series and just use the next pixel number as the cheaper phone when it got to be a year older. Yeah. So I, 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 I totally, uh, I totally flubbed the landing on that one. I was really <laughs> expecting pixel six would stick around for this year at a reduced price and pixel seven and seven pro would go on to be the higher priced phones, but they are going to be making a specific pixel six a and, and I'll be curious to see where, how it lands because the pixel six is already such a strong performer at its price point that the so for 6A... Yeah, the 6A has to be... Well, so the 6A... 449, is, 449. Is, is good, yeah. It's, but you're going to face a lot of individual compromises to land that $100 difference. It, well, yeah. So. It's more. It's 150 bucks less. Like 150 Yeah, yeah so 150, 150, how do you, $50, $150 less... Um, still get it's more it's closer to the pixel 4a 5g to the pixel uh 5 you know mm-hmm. the, basically they they're going with the larger version of the phone they're not going with the smaller yeah. ones anymore so unfortunately you know gone are the days of tiny phones from google but i'm excited for the fact that it, i mean it, it has a lot of competition i don't get me wrong uh, yeah. When you when you look at that price point, you're looking around, you know, the N20, um, you're looking around, um, heck, man, even the TCL uh, series that came out. I mean, they're not on every carrier, but you can kind of start looking at some of those devices on the market. And yeah. I feel like even in the U.S., we have some competition. It's not, you know. A little, yeah. Yeah. Sure. It, it, I mean, obviously in Europe. Some strong Motorola more. in that $400 tier. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, yeah, no, no, the, absolutely. The, again, knowing that average consumers shop overwhelmingly around galaxy a Mm -hmm. series phones i think there's 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 a really interesting fight brewing where google is actually going to step out with one of the highest performance high horsepower options Mm -hmm. and a number of these players are arriving with more mid-tier and excuse me, uh, more mid-tier SOCs, but mm-hmm. larger camera sensors. Yeah, yeah. So now it's a good fight. Is a Tensor paired with a last-generation camera sensor, how is that going to perform against a less powerful phone with, with a larger, larger camera slab of camera sensor? And and this, I think, is a good fight. But I also think it's interesting that kind of a little like Apple, even their cheap phone is not going to be playing with a a derivative SOC that is built to be less powerful. And so Tensor has, especially over these last couple updates, the the most recent update, I literally just got another security patch on my Pixel 6 Pro installed today. Mm -hmm. And this thing has been a screamer. Anyone who was like, oh, but the Geekbench multi-core score is lower than a Snapdragon. Um, to, To get that kind of performance at 449, I think is going to be really good for people who who appreciate that that extra horsepower. But yeah. I'll, I'll be curious to see like can Google's computational photography really stick the landing um, against some of these other cheap phones with significant camera hardware <laughs> advantages. So the one thing I will say, their track record kind of meets or has proven 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 to us at least. That the the Pixel Four, the the Pixel Four A and the Pixel Five, not the Five, the the Four A and the Three A, did very well. They were not the oh, snappiest yeah. devices. They were by no means the fastest. Uh, you know, I don't. I mean, like images. the Pixel Four A, when you're really just trying to get through your day, 
that little 4A was a screamer. That really oh, was yeah, yeah, no, no, a I, much I, better performant phone than I think I, anyone ever. The 4A definitely for. much better than the 3A. But what, what I'm what I'm trying to say though is, um, we, where we compare it to devices by performance, by you know benchmarks, you know what I mean? Like things like that. People start looking at numbers. <laughs> you, you you spat that word. You know benchmarks. Um, <laughs> binge, benchmarks. Is it the binge? No. Um, <laughs> yeah, binge? Binge it? Yeah, oh, no binge. way. We probably shouldn't start. Yeah, yeah let's not start with that. <laughs> Aditya will take that and just, you know, break into another episode. No, I mean, it, so the reality is the 4A did very, very well. It still performs very well, even, you know, a couple of years later. But what I'm looking at realistically, it, it, I like the approach of what they did. I like the fact that they brought in Tensor, right? They're mm-hmm. flagship SOC. They're basically bread and butter now into the 6A, which means their dependence on Qualcomm chipset is basically stopped. There is no more venue for Qualcomm coming in. Tensor will be the drive force behind what they're doing, and they're solidly building that ecosystem, be it it an A or 6 from last year. I feel like that works. But what I'm trying to say, though, is the way they were able to perform in the past with the the 4A, the 3A, the 3A XL, uh, and they were still able to hold their own, I feel like this is where the 6A will shine. Now, will it basically you know, take people over from other devices, it's going to end up becoming on what carriers do. Will carriers yeah. carry the 6A and what, how, which, which carriers do carry them? And will they have the N20 in the same segment? You know yeah. what I mean? Because that's, this is the way that conversation happens. The 695 is not as powerful, obviously, as a Tensor, but you know, it has a I mean, 64 megapixel shooter as opposed to, you know, last year's SOS, uh, camera sensor. For so, sure. Yeah. Yeah, because I, I, I'm totally with you. I, I feel like the growth that we've seen from OnePlus is because we mm-hmm. saw LG walk out the market. Yeah. Motorola sucked up most of that market. Exactly. Like, vacuum, they made the biggest the whole thing out. Yep. Yep. And, and, and I'm even disappointed because like this was a huge opportunity for Samsung to really ratchet up on the A52. The A52 is such a good phone. So and they let better than the A53 so much of that, that ground have. go yeah. without really giving it the push. Like, like LG was out. LG sent emails to their customers saying like, hey, we're out of the game now, but don't fret. There are these other great phones like the Pixel 4a 5G that you can shop instead. (laughs) So there was like this continuity. And so I feel like this is a huge opportunity to put Google, which is a name everybody Everybody. knows. LG was promoting them more than themselves. Let's be honest with each other. Oh, yeah. I mean, especially for for the A-series, you know. No, no, no. I'm talking in their commercials. I remember all the LG commercials. (laughs) The only thing I remembered out of the LG Look, I can use Google Assistant on my LG phone. Hey, Take a selfie. uh, Boo-boo, take a selfie. I'm like, huh? Oh, God. We never got a quad DAC commercial, and it kills me. Um, But but when when we see a purpose-built new flashier looking pixel a series right next to a one plus in a low cost carrier store mm-hmm. right next to a one of the nicer tcls i mean these things look like you know they're yeah, they, the, the, they're the built 30 e i think there's the the there's a one purposely made for t-mobile right now which will carry the n20 and could potentially be carrying yeah. the 6a so yeah so I, I this this is a critically exciting competitive place Oh, yeah. where we know there's a lot of interest from consumers. So again, I, I mean, it, for those who who get into the nuts and bolts and care about different aspects of performance, I, yep, I feel yep. like, excuse me, I'm yeah, drinking this tea and it's giving me burps. Um, I feel it. like there's soda that's giving me absolute burps. <laughs> we're, we're just going to be constantly <laughs> muting each other's mics. Um, the, uh, the, the, burps the, the, burps, the yep. price premium to get 
that brilliant uh, Samsung GN1 camera sensor, for me, that's totally worth the 150 bucks right there. I'm in. I'm sold. I've been using it on the Pixel 6 Pro. I've been using it on the Vivo X70. This is an incredible camera sensor, and and it's really just crushing everything in terms of practical performance without being obnoxiously bolted onto the back of your phone. So, again, I'll be curious to see, do consumers... Like you were saying, you go into a carrier store and you see 64 megapixels, and this only has 12 megapixels. I need the one with more MPs. Do consumers even think that way? Or are they going to see Google? I know Google. And Mm -hmm. then there's OnePlus. And I don't know them as well. So I guess I'll go with the Google. You know, like, that to me, I think, is probably going to be just as critical to the the consumer decision-making process as the numbers on the little card under each phone. So as you're talking... I decided to see what would happen if I brought in the Xperia 1 Mark IV into the chat. <laughs> you know, why not? I, I have the phone for like, what, another two days or something? Yeah, we got we got to send it back. So, ooh, yeah. ooh put, it, put it in, put it in. Hold Just on, mute it. it. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, I got to mute that one. I had to, to have to. Okay, so this is the back-facing sensor, not, not the most promising or the most appealing of all. Hey, hold on, how did we get this? Here yeah. we are. So we got TKception wise here. Yo, no. Um, I, I, I'm going to say, you know, to, to say something crude for anyone who's only listening to the audio version of our podcast. <laughs> I am now the meat in two slices of TK bread. <laughs> this is this is a TK sandwich. OK, I love so it. this is better. Uh, now we're using the ultra wide <laughs> lens. I mean, I, this is this is the purpose of, you know, a device like this, right? Isn't it? There's just the, the ability of just jumping in. <laughs> Okay, let me see here. Am I am I better focused now? Here, of course. If I could see myself, oh, here we are. This is much better. Okay, I yeah, just have to I mean, block true, you with true, this one. True, true to Sony. I mean, it's it's catching your studio lighting and it's very aggressive. Absolutely, yeah. For it, but I yeah, I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna stop it because it's not set up because it's I'm not using it with a live streaming setup that it's supposed to be. This is really me just using uh, Chrome, which surprisingly works well. But actually. Over the years, we've mm-hmm. always had problems with StreamYard and uh, getting it to work copacetically and you're recognizing the sensors. Let's say that. Recognizing yeah. the n- right number of sensors and activating the right sensors on an Xperia has been a challenge. So it, I'm really happy to see this. Uh, but sir, pause now. <laughs> <laughs> but <I> sir, <laughs> this is a family show. Yes. I, 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 I love like like the idea of Jeff. As, as like some sort of pearl clutching. <laughs> I, I'd love to hear his take on like a, like a Mr. McGillicuddy kind of. Yeah, anyway. So uh, no, we, 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 been, we jumped in and we immediately started bouncing around. Why don't uh, yes. we save Google I.O.? Let's finish uh, Sony because <laughs> this is one of the, the, the most monster performing phones of the year. The Xperia um, 1 Mark IV. This thing is down. a beast. Hand, oh my god is it a beast it is and, ha- and it's a beast that's delivered that's getting de- uh, announced it's not getting delivered for months it's getting uh, announced september right- 1st according to amazon apparently I, I i have a date now uh in the u.s it's available in on on september 1st so hey man they're sticking they're saying true to their form we know we weren't going to get this phone for at least a few months 
Um, right. I mean, hey, not to kind of bring Google back into it, but Google took a page from this in the, you know, 6A, not till July, late July. Um, and then the 7 and 7 Pro obviously won't be coming out till like September, October. But realistically, you know, a, a lot of future casting is what we're getting. But I mean, how crazy is it that even for their announcement, there was a lot going on this week? Mm-hmm. And and here I'm sitting with the Sony Xperia 1 Mark IV, a phone that is beautifully easy to say. The mm-hmm. name of the, the phone couldn't be simpler. You'd have to be knuckle-draggingly stupid to have issues with how Sony names their phones. Um, and, and yet, like, it is swarmed with other product announcements, accessory announcements. The same day. Um, same day. There was, like, a whole Google I.O. later that day. I was like, wait a minute. Hold on. So this was at 12.05 a.m. Pacific. And then by 9 a.m., we have Google I.O. I'm like, ah. And then literally ah. the, day, the day after that or so, barely, like, 24 hours after that, I have the uh, the Magic 4 Pro going on. And it was like, yeah. okay. It, I'm, I'm exhausted. I, I, I'm seriously exhausted. This week has been – it's Thursday, I, but I'm, like, really, done. I really want to, I, I need to be careful with my tone. And, yeah. and I think the, the, the folks that are in our audience, they've, they've been with us long enough to understand what I'm about to say, because I'm about to play the woe is me. My life is so hard card. I can, I can be your which, translator. I can but, translate. But, um, I, the thing that's bumming me out is there have been so many amazing releases and announcements this year that I haven't been able to just jam on one of them for any length of time. So like I'm, I'm writing up a script for the red magic seven pro a comparison against the Poco F4 GT. I am so stupid, excited about those two phones. I haven't been able to share that with anyone. I'm, I'm writing up an article just kind of catching up on the duo too. I can't tell you, the Duo 2 has been flipping incredible over these last couple updates. It is just phenomenal hardware. It's an amazing tablet. I haven't been able to tell anyone. And I'm sitting here with an Xperia 1 Mark IV, just like, guys, this phone is awesome. Okay, cool. Time's up. Time to talk about something else now. (laughs) Just like, I need, just like my fingertips are like raking this wall as I go sliding down it. And I just need a toe hold for a minute. Just so I can enjoy. I just want a time warp <laughs> enough time stuff. to be able to. No, I mean seriously, it 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 was. It's too it, much it, good. It, it just keeps getting better and better. Like I I, I'll be honest with you, the what I when I when when we first heard about the Xperia One Mark IV and what it was promising and what it could do. For me, it was, I felt like at the time, I was like, oh, well, you know what? This is iterative. It's not going to be super, you know, yeah. it's not exact. It's just going to be minor over what we got last I would, year. No, no, no. I'll go even further. I was I was flat out disappointed when we finished the pre-brief before mm-hmm. they sent out the prototype. I was ready to say, okay, Sony is one of my top brands. I, I mean, with no LG in the market, this is like our last option. Yes. Our, this phone. The only option. This phone. Like, yeah. Yeah. Uh, th- this this phone isn't really going to do it for me, and I think I might have to make my first negative anti, oh, you know, man. like I, negative reaction or, or or bad Sony review. Yeah. yeah. And I once I get that in my head, it takes a lot to kind of win me back. And this was a beautiful. It's a brilliant example of how specs on paper don't don't match. tell you anything. Yes, about yes, what absolutely. it's like to use that thing in your hand. 
and 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 not just the, the, uh, using it. It's 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 those because we've lived the Xperia lifestyle for for many years right now, right? We've gone through the first, the second, the third, and we've seen how they've been improving things. But with all the rumors kind of going all over the place, you know, bigger sensors, bigger things. Sony's doing, you know, giving their best sensors to yeah. other companies, and and then. You know, we went through the pre-brief, and as Juan was mentioning, we didn't have the phone during our pre-brief. We actually got it after. So going through that entire presentation, we were be- we were just going based on you know specs on paper. Uh, it did kind of like feel like okay, so it sounds like it's a little bit of an improvement. But then you get the phone, and um, one of the really nice things on here is they changed up a few things, just enough to make that all three sensors on the back of this phones are super sensors. They do exactly what you want them to do. Um, the one thing that, oh, it's like a gimmick thing though, but it, just as a rule of thumb, most devices that you see on the market that are being announced or so on, the main sensor on the back of that phone is the, the main sensor will be the only sensor that has all of the tricks and bells and whistles that they say. Yeah. If they say OIS, AF, uh, you know, a low light and, uh, you know, sub-zero technologies, water cooling, whatever, typically they're talking about the main sensor, the secondary, the ultra wide and the, um, and the telephoto are there, but they're, you know, they're just not special enough. And that's what I really fell for here with this one. The main sensor in the second and the ultra ride and the telephoto, you could use mm. anyone. Doesn't matter which one. 85, 125, 20, 24, 16. So it, it's 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 exciting take. to see how well matched they are. Yeah. I I I am still because it's it it's coloring me spoiled from having used the Pro I. Yeah, I do wish we had some larger sensors. I but don't disagree knowing there. I, that, I, I, yeah. But but knowing that they've done so much work to color science matching across all three, mm-hmm. um, capabilities matching across all three, autofocus mm-hmm. matching across all three. The readout on them, oh my god, 20 frames per second. The high yeah. speed readout, which is, yes. is, is again, I, I cannot Crazy. express how many times how frustrated I get when we see people going, oh, but this new OnePlus, it doesn't do anything special. This new Sony, it's just the same as it was before. And you're like, I know for a fact, you don't even push any of these devices to their limits. Because once you've started playing with something like 4K 120, oh, and you start like doing one quarter slow motion in full resolution at an insanely high bit rate, and you see like, oh, this is something fundamentally different that I can now start employing immediately out of my pocket, edit it directly on the phone mm-hmm. and produce like family videos ready to go. Yep. Y- that would be something new. And if you can't, if you, if you're not even discussing stuff like that, then I know for a fact you're picking up this phone going, Oh, it's the same as it's always been. It's not the phone's fault. The phone is genuinely doing something radical. Yep. Um, you decided not to use any of those new radical things. Cause just one. Yeah. Because you just wanted to complain about something. And I, I was going to say, yeah, but... you wanted something to complain about, and it's not the Sonys and the Samsungs. Uh, not the Sonys. It's not the Samsungs and the Apple of the of the universe. So, mm-hmm. you, but you know, the number just... of megapixels it should have had more megapixels, and you're like, I, I appreciate that, but those are the same people who I never see stressing the phones with the absolute largest camera sensors, where again, like these enormous sensors that are great for all of this, like composition, low light photography, depth of field. And I'm seeing the exact same garbage test photos from them as I've been seeing for the last three generations of camera sensor. Tracking so, autofocus in movement for me has been. 
I, so I, did you did you show off? Because I, 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 I was listening to your video. I wasn't watching it as closely as I should have. But did you do the burst with Clark? Yeah. Yeah. So I showed 20 so, okay, shots good. consecutive, and then I stopped the last <laughs> one. But every single one, crystal clear image. Yeah. I, mean, I could have Russian roulette at the thing, and I was still now, landing now, on the picture. That now, of amazing. course, no one, w- no one cares about that, though, TK. I mean, if you have kids or pets who run around like crazy, um, that's I not an care. average consumer benefit is having – the most incredible cyberdyne systems, AI spooky, eye tracking autofocus that's Stupid, ever been implemented good. on a phone. Who oh could God. use that? <laughs> what you what we need is is juicier HDR, I guess, which I, slows I, I down the motion. photo and blurs everything. <laughs> or maybe they just want motion blur. Maybe they're just shooting for motion blur. That's what they want. I want twenty <laughs> motion blur images and then pick one because that's literally all you have. No, I mean seriously. Um, yeah, the autofocusing prowess of an A alpha camera as we have right now in shooting in the palm of your hand on all three, I'm sorry, on all four focal lengths on this, because I'm not going to say sensors because they're technically four focal lengths here. If you, if you truly appreciate, I mean, and, and if you just happen to not live outside and you don't ever want to take a picture of emotion, anything in motion, you don't understand the benefit of it. Now, the example with Clark was obviously very controlled. It was very specific. I wanted to make sure she was walking over, but I actually shot 60 shots and all mm-hmm. 60 were there. I just didn't want to put 60 half a second yeah. images and showing her moving like, okay, she's doing the robot in the video. But, but I also need to express, you know, for, for our concerns about, because this this is where we need to be very specific about pros and cons. Yeah. Because Sony is using a smaller main camera sensor, and obviously mm-hmm. the telephoto and the ultra-wide are also smaller than the main sensor. So we're working at a deficit for extreme low-light photography. But yeah. the time that TK did that burst with Clark walking and him and the phone tracking through this burst of photos was about 20 minutes after sunset. So we weren't even in immediate dusk light. We were well into that that like kind of hazy pinkish gray. It was light. as we were walking out. Yeah, exactly. I was like, I and, need to and, do this first. Yep. And and it, to me, that's actually one of my favorite times to shoot. I think it's it's actually one of the most flattering for skin, isn't it? The but magic that has hour, also it's one of the most. It's it's post magic hour. Ma- oh, okay. Magic hour. We're still talking it's, about like golden as hour. As it's and, golden and, hour. Yeah, yeah. But but that dying and decaying light. Um, but once you get to around 15 minutes, 20 minutes after sunset, you've got about a 10 minute window where you get this gorgeous, soft pink fog. Mm-hmm. And that's actually one of the most challenging lighting conditions to shoot a nice, detailed, crisp pho- uh, f- uh, uh, photo from a phone with a smaller camera sensor. Yep. So, what Sony is doing is kind of incredible, where it is. In between every single shot, it is recalibrating and it is sticking to the subject, tracking the eyeball of that subject in in a, a challenging lighting condition for a phone with that kind of sensor, and it nails it. Mm-hmm. And it's not like you have to sit there and like double tap or lock on your subject nope. or do no, any. No, 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 no. It saw her face, you, saw the eyes locked in, and it's just you there. hold the button down. Yeah, <laughs> that's it. I, I, I seriously the the um, 
the, but what I, what I want to say is this isn't new. We've had this level of tracking in, in high-speed readout from the main sensor for years. I think the yeah. beautiful the, the main beauty here is the fact that we now have it on the other sensors, on the ability of being a little bit more flexible with your lenses. Uh, because now the device is, I mean, and I don't know if it's specifically to the H Gen 1, but for me, the the uniform of the color calibration between the lenses in the back and the fact that they took a 12 megapixel camera now and they put it on the front and they gave us 4K 30 frames per second. So we have a better sensor on the front to marry to the better sensors on the back. For me, th- that story now is where, you know, it, it's rare to hear a company listen to their consumers. It's rare for them to take the feedback and actually apply it to the hardware and not yeah. just compromise the experience. You know, like the A52 and the A53, it's a compromise. It's an upgraded compromise mm-hmm. experience. The SOC is not the exact same. They should have stuck the last year's SOC. They should have kept the headphone jack. That device would have screamed and just call it the right. A, you know, the A fifty two point five, and add you know add five G back to the market. The A fifty two FE. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hey, I like that one. You know, because the fans, I like it. I like it. You know, yeah. for the Picasso. fans. Yeah, I like it. But but I, I mean, we're we're obviously fixating on one aspect of the camera performance, but it, it, it's frustrating because so many of the leaks and rumors that were coming. TK and I were emailing and texting each other back and forth, like, "Hey, look, there's another article getting published with absolutely incorrect specs on this leak for yeah, what yeah. the new Xperia is going to. It's going to have a 48 megapixel triple camera system, and you're like, no, it's not. No. It's going to have four cameras for additional medium telephoto and zoom. Like, no, no, it's totally not. And I and I hate it. It's like yet another reason why I get frustrated with the leak machine that we have. Because no. now it's like this phone is getting judged by the specs of a product that would never have existed. Yeah. And people are disappointed that the imaginary specs aren't on this thing when yeah. it's just genuinely a workhorse. It is a pro photography system that is very good at gaming and it's pretty solid for the multimedia and content consumption stuff too. I mean, there's there's really no corner cutting here. This is no, no, Sony and, and putting their best in, foot forward. They brought in some of the really so for me, this was also a super super icing on the on the really massive cake that it is yeah. already. The, well, the explain period. explain what you're holding up and explain what what that is. So to to, know, to, to speak to to kind of explain what this is. So if you guys are familiar with the Xperia Pro I, which Juan was talking about not that long ago, was released. It was the end of 2021, and Sony released a device or a. Uh, it was their first smartphone to support a full inch, one inch sensor, although slightly cropped based on the form factor. But one of the main features that I loved about it, it was designed for vloggers. It was designed for people that love using the main sensor on your phone, the ability of basically just shooting on the back and staying with those sensors. But we all know that one of our biggest problems is that we can't see what's going on there. Once you flip over, unless you're Juan Carlos Bagnell, aka some gadget guy, you have not perfected the mechanism of just flipping it over and taking a picture because you know. Because Juan knows how to do it. He's like, I just do it. I, I don't even open my eyes. I take, you know, closed eyes pictures. So what I loved about this is, <laughs> is the fact that because, the, okay, so the Xperia 1 Mark III did not support this. I tried this on multiple no. units. Yeah. There is no way. And, and I thought Android 12 was going to do it. Android 12 didn't do it. They brought that feature down from the Xperia Pro I over to the Xperia 1 Mark IV. On top of all of the camera setup, they truly... I truly appreciate what they offer, but they are really focusing on giving people so many more options, so many more optional Mm -hmm. things and first party accessories that truly highlight the experience. 
Yeah. Live streaming, that, that little demo that I did the live streaming on a couple of days ago uh, when, when the One Mark IV was announced, I actually did it facing me with the main sensor, the 24 millimeter one, facing me, and I was using the display, and I was just getting ready. I just set it on the table, and that's how it was. I was talking to everybody. It took me a second to figure out because it was the, literally the first live stream. Right. But I had I was up and running in less than 10, maybe 20 seconds of clicking a couple of buttons on the, in the Video Pro. I was ready. People saw me. The picture was crisp. I didn't use external microphones. I was using the onboard nice. microphones, and it sounded really good. So for me, this is the level of detail I want. This is where this becomes yeah. a pro tool, not just your 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 average thousand yeah. dollar plus <laughs> your thousand dollar pro insert insert yeah insert model yeah. you know in, model Samsung well, iPhone in there. I was I was having a really lovely back and forth with a couple a couple guys on Twitter, and mm -hmm. that was one of the main points that I think. It's so difficult in our current slate of tech reviews to get that point across, but I still feel like so many manufacturers make consumer-facing products that are going to be fun and entertaining, and Sony's expensive product division, I think, still has... Uh yeah, yeah. Sorry. Go ahead. No, no. Sorry. Keep yeah, I, I left it up there, <laughs> it, and I probably should have pulled it back down. But yeah. but Sony Sony's expensive product division, <laughs> excuse me. I think they're looking at the Xperia, and they still have some eye. I mean, it's not their main focus. Obviously, they want to sell as many phones as they can make. But I still feel like some of this design consideration is going into a specific kind of work. No one is accidentally going to spend sixteen hundred dollars on an Xperia yeah, yeah, and then go. Oh, but I'm not going to use all these features. They're gimmicks. I should have bought a $800 phone instead. Um, the, the people who are critical enough to know what Sony is and know what they're doing, mm -hmm. I, I feel like Sony has accomplished probably some of the best journalism tools on the market today. Um, I probably would still lean towards the pro I for people who had some designs on trying to craft content, more of a narrative or a storytelling mm -hmm. um, kind of video shoot. But then the flip side of that would be with these new audio tools that are going to be coming to the retail version and being able to edit audio on the go. Oh now you have music one of the Pro? best pocketable yep. podcasting music recording solutions available. And I've been doing this for a while already. I mean, like for my podcast and, and our podcast, my final mix down happens from a phone. I, like TK will send me the audio from from the stream, mm -hmm. and I've got a little template set up on my phone. I never sit in front of a computer just to wrap up a podcast anymore. That takes too long. You know? <laughs> so with, with Sony kind of going after that, the sixteen hundred dollars for this phone is should should be you know should be balanced against a consumer or a mindset where. They'll legitimately be using that to get work done that gets them paid. Mm -hmm. And I feel like that is a conversation that is absolutely missing when we're talking about other just sort of softer, around-the-edges, friendly consumer electronics. You know, I, 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 I genuinely don't pick up an S22 and have that same thought. I do have that thought with a Note 22. Mm -hmm. That I am investing this much money into a premium tier phone because it is going to enable me to get work done that will get me paid. Yeah. And Sony is is having is targeting a very specific flavor of that conversation. And I, I feel like that that deserves more attention, that deserves more consideration. If you're picking up a phone, you stream, you do some social media and you play games on it, 
spend $600. Don't, don't go shopping in this tier. But if you think that this is going to be a tool that can contribute to your workflow, then that $1,600 is not extraordinary. It's not, you know, extravagant. Look, look at how many other tools, how many other things that you're replacing with this. This has always been Sony's uh, biggest thing about it is how many other pieces of tech that you're replacing with this. The ability of leveraging studio-grade audio on the go which has been up till the point I got the X70 Pro Plus from you has been a challenge for me. Has mm-hmm. been where I take whatever phone I have, whatever the best one, the best microphone setup that I have, I always end up going to the closet or going finding a spot where I have like a comforter or something like that. And I have to cover myself to dampen all external noises. The X70, mm-hmm. I didn't have to do that. The X70 yeah. for me just like it was, was good. so good. It it is good, not was good. It's not like it stopped being good the moment I gave it back. No, it's still <laughs> I mean still using it for so so um all of my outdoor shots were from the X70 Pro on my anchor video. That just so I was about I, I was about to say earlier when you mentioned your uh, your duo because I saw a cameo from the duo on the anchor video. Which if you guys haven't had a chance to check it out, he just dropped the video so today. The, my uh, my the... duo was my script because I could kind of keep it angled and I could keep two panels going. So my duo one was carrying my script. I, I made it all the way out to my shoot location, and my duo was not charged. So that's you can see it plugged in the entire time I'm doing yeah. outdoors. Like there's this one little one plus cable that's kind of routed to the back. I, yeah, yeah, I see. Of yeah, the yeah. battery, and it was just you know it's charging up my duo. But um, all all of the outdoor photography, every single outdoor shot, and um, quite a few of the indoor shots, except for the really really shallow depth of field. I've got this one really fun shot where it's like coffee's brewing. Because mm-hmm. the battery is powering my coffee maker, and that came. Yeah, from it was, it was right next, right next to the water container at the top. Yeah, there. yeah. It was um, so the uh, the the X seventy Pro Plus tackled everything else. All of my talking to camera X seventy Pro Plus. All of my close ups and B roll X seventy Pro Plus. I mean, the earthquake shot is just. The earthquake shot was from my Panasonic. So anything oh, okay. that's in my office is 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 from my G nine. Okay. Um, everything else is. Uh, I don't want to give away too much of the details. Plus. If you guys haven't had a chance to check it out, even on the audio po- podcast, please make sure to check out Juan's channel. Uh, he just dropped this. It's a massive um, emergency preparedness type of it's a, huge. A, a video. It's but like it almost fifty truly, pounds of of it, uh, portable it, backup battery. Goodness. It comes with a free gym membership by just carrying the thing. Mm. A fifty pound dumbbell. It's like mm. yes, yes. I want gains. I want power. You know. We got the rock singing the song. Um, no, it's a, it's a good video. I, I'm, I've been a big fan of uh, Anchor, and I've done reviews in the past of uh, a big capacity batteries. Um, yeah. I have one, actually, that's strong enough that will power my refrigerator for eight hours. So, but, you this, know, this one, this is, one seems like... Won't yeah. go won't go for eight hours, but um, it, it's... I saw you watching a TV with it. That, that You got me sold on that right there. Yeah, it'll do like nine, uh, almost nine hours of, of, uh, of TV. Um, if you've got like a 45 inch TV, um, yeah. but the, this anchor does have enough of a surge where you just have to kind of check what your fridge needs. Cause you know, when mm-hmm. the fridge compressor kicks on, it act it, it, it like spikes for a split second, very, very high power draw. And then mm-hmm. it settles. And this, this anchor can even hang with a number of refrigerators. If you know what your surge, uh, surge requirements are, mm-hmm. but anyway, so I, I I'm, I'm, super stoked anchor uh reached out to me about doing a collaboration and i said hey i've got this idea to start doing sort of an emergency prep tech 
series of videos, and they were like, well, we're coming out with this giant-ass battery. <laughs> <You're> <laughs> like, like, yes. Was that, was that, that the official term? Off. The 757 powerhouse giant-ass um, battery? I, I, there, there may have been two emails back and forth where the phrase giant-ass battery, battery. I like um, was mentioned, and then one of the requirements for doing the collaboration was we need you to explicitly say and demonstrate that this is a significantly heavier product than many of the others on the market today. Um, and so, like, I have a joke in there. Oh, this is a hefty boy. But they were like, no, 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 no. We need people to know this is not a casual product. That This is, like, this is something you buy with purpose. This isn't, like, a battery power bank for your phone. And in and, and true to form, like, we, we've had to use it since I finished the video. Like, I had to finish it, and I sent it off for approval. And, and like, literally two days after that all happened, and I got the, the video locked. Like, I really am not going to change anything on this video anymore. Um, we've been having rolling blackouts oh, here I remember. in my neighborhood. There was a, there was a day where um, yeah. the, the SGGQA got canceled because of that. Well, that was... That was after, but oh, okay. I, the 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 day of uh, last week's podcast. Oh, okay. As soon as I finished the show, we power we right. lost power for like four hours. Like okay. everything just out in our neighborhood. Okay. But we had this giant ass battery. <laughs> we were keeping everything going. My wife had it plugged in. Her laptop was plugged in, so she. Do, just, do you get paid for connect. the per the giant ass battery statement made? Is that how the sponsor? <laughs> no. I mean, it's like I, I should be doing like shorts every single time the power gets knocked out in my neighborhood. Giant ass battery. <laughs> Let's go to the giant ass battery. Uh, no, I mean no, seriously though, for for Southern California, I mean we are in a very interesting uh, part of the country. We don't get tornadoes, we don't get ice blizzards, we get earthquakes, and we also get power outages and fires. Get, and, and fires. And now we have fires across yeah. the, uh, all year long. We no longer have the fire season anymore. It's literally like any time. And there's right now something going on in Southern California as well, where they're trying to you know take care of some fires there. But uh, being prepared and being able to to maintain, even just necessity of you know being able to charge your phone, making sure you're able to keep, uh, you know, some people rely on CPAP machines. Some people need things to, yeah. to survive, oxygen machines and so on. These things can be very helpful for that duration. Um, for me, I mean, obviously, you know, not the fi- not the anchor one, but like a, a year and a half ago, my mom had lost power for three days. And all the food in her refrigerator was just going to go dead, obviously. And, and they don't pay for those things. So we were power cycling it where we would basically leave the refrigerator closed the whole day. And then at night we would put in the charger and run the battery, run it for about eight hours to cool everything and then take it back to my house, charge it and bring it back. So things like that are a necessity for us. So I'm really happy to see Anchor kind of, you know, jumping or stepping up there because they're known for their battery pack, but they're also known mostly for their smaller portable ones, you know, uh, more like smartphone, active lifestyle. This is really Mm -hmm. not active. This is purposely yeah, they, set they up have a them. line of these um they, they call them power stations and yeah uh, well this is a yeah and and so they they have a few that are a bit more a bit smaller a bit more manageable they can't really juice up like um kitchen appliances yeah. uh this the 757 that they've they just released is kind of their big boy take on like I wonder why is, if the, if the seven five seven is a is their way of saying a seven you know a seven eighty seven kind of thing. It's it's a big boy. 
It's it's you know, a big it's it, a big boy. It's a big boy, and it has it's so big it's got wings. Like the frame of it is built into really? handles that, I, that no no kind so of curve in the, out in, from in, the, in the video the the sides have that this nice blue color almost like it's permeating blue sides invented like it, yeah yeah like it's from Krypton or something that is just anyways <laughs> the design's very nice make sure to check out the video I'm really um, I'm happy to see that we have more options and again oh, um, yeah. things like that are, are always nice to be able to cover because it, it's but, always I, needed. Short story, incredibly long. Absolutely. Um, and yes. thank you for kind of going down that because I was really proud of how that video came out. And I really am looking for suggestions on the next topics to cover. I want to cover solar. I want. I want you to cover the how does it feel in the hand, my friend. That's what you didn't cover yes. in the video. I, I, I definitely neglected my tech reviewer duties there. But yeah. the, the, the thing that got us into this is we've been relying on multiple camera systems to yeah. get our work done when we're trying to put together reviews, when we're trying to put together videos. And there are reasons why we might pick up uh, a specific phone with a specific camera to get a, a different kind of shot. Mm-hmm. And so when, when there's a, a situation like, hey, I really know I want to shoot slow motion, I don't shoot 1080p slow motion anymore. I've never liked that kind of foggy, low bit rate, blurry quality to a lot of slow-mo, but then you pick up a OnePlus or a Sony and you get this razor sharp 4K image at 120 frames per second. If I need a shallower depth of field or I need a slightly better dynamic range, I'm probably not going to want to reach for the Xperia 1 Mark IV, but a Pro-I or a Vivo is totally up my alley. And so it really, I mean, I really wish we could we could uh, drill down into these like slightly more nuanced use case scenarios because if someone's going to spend over $1,000 or even up to $1,000, up to and over $1,000, I feel like their preferences matter so much more in helping them decide what phone to get rather than just, well, this phone is promising way more software updates and I'll get a better trade-in. So I guess that's the phone for me seems to be the majority of these sort of surface level tech conversations that we're having. Yeah, no, it, and, and it really shouldn't be. We really need, it needs to be done uh, to what the user needs and what they're looking for. And like, you, I think you said it earlier yeah. the right way. Nobody ever stumbles on an Xperia. You don't jump into no. Xperia because. That's n- like, never I, by accident. I, I, went, I went in to get a Samsung and the guy gave me an Xperia. Oops. I don't know what he was doing. And I, I, I was going through my Best Buy and I tripped and $1,600 fell out of my pocket. Exactly. Dang. That because that, that's how we do it. Um, no, it's it, so it, it, it is. It's a purposely thoughtful, <laughs> a purposely thought for right. um, purchase, and you do know why you're getting for it. And I felt yeah. like I was very happy and very honored, honestly, to be able to showcase these new features. Like I said, the mm-hmm. the the eye tracking, the focusing, the new camera setup. Um, I'm the only thing for me that that, that kind of gets me every time we do these things, and I'll be very frank, is the fact that so we get to play with early hardware, right? We get to play with prototypes, and yeah. then unfortunately, what happens with the situation is that the device for us again in the U.S. I think the, I thought it was a Farhan mentioned it earlier, so, so you know Europe's going to get it in a month. We're probably not going to see it till September first, probably around that time. We won't be able to talk about Sony again for that much time after it's been yeah. so long, and we won't get a chance to play around with it. 
Um, I will say, though, that there was a nice little thing that Sony shared with me was the Pro-I and the Pro will be receiving this, the live streaming functionality as an OTA update. Oh, nice. um, I didn't hear anything about the One Mark III. I, I, I think the One Mark III should be able to do it. I don't know. But it is, yeah, so the streaming features are coming down, and I feel like Sony's looking into content creation and allowing us to, you know, move forward and allow things to, you know. So hopefully yeah. when that comes into the experience, the Pro-I, I'll be able to test that out a little bit more. Um, because I literally have maybe three more days or so. I, the, the, yeah, it's for it's me, it goes go back, back on Monday. I, yeah, I'm, I'm going to rush to try and shoot just a little extra stuff over the weekend, and then yeah. it's back in the mail. It um, is. But, yeah, but yeah. It, it's it's refreshing because so much of what makes an Xperia unique is mm-hmm. still on display here. It's yeah. it, you know this is a mainstream photography focused device that takes gaming as seriously as most gaming phones. Um, the capabilities for things like screen management, power yeah. management, oh, um, man. Yeah. live broadcasting. It's funny. I mean, like I said this in my video, um, but I do think it's interesting that like outside of gaming phones, like Sony and Motorola are actually hitting the hardest with, you know, adding Twitch streaming tools directly mm-hmm. into your gameplay tools of having direct user uh, controllable screen settings. So, you know, if, if you want to take some of the resources, uh, take some of the load off of your gameplay, you kick the screen down to 60 frames per second. If you want to crank it up to 120, the phone is going to try and hang. The phone is going to try and do what you asked it to do. Yep. And, you know, opposite, like, how Samsung has been managing and thermal throttling, mm-hmm. opposite how OnePlus puts an artificial cap mm-hmm. on their GPU performance. I, I mean, there's something kind of interesting and just kind of refreshing that, this is an expensive phone, so you need to know what you're doing. It, it, it's gonna try to do what you tell what you it ask. to do. Yeah, no, no, and, and I think that's the biggest thing about it. So, uh, look forward to definitely some more content. Hopefully, within the next couple of days, even within the next few weeks, I'm sure we're not going to be posting everything at the same time. Um, for me, it's more. I'm I'm just excited for the fact that it, the the device actually has improved this much over last year. Um, and also the fact that Sony's not scared to make the phone a little bit bigger to add more battery. Because mm-hmm. that's and not that the, much. No, I, I, honestly, I mean, it's, it's incredible what they have added. Though you hold the two together, the three and the four, you can barely tell the difference. But then when I, mean, I start the looking two. at the two, yeah, even even there, and and, and the two, I mean, this is just a f- like it's a millimeter, it barely, but it's also shorter. So the slightly. two is actually taller than yep. the four. And, it's and just insane for, how for much me, they've been able to like cram in it, here. It's the thing that companies are scared for, you know, like the new phone being thicker or bigger. Any so they'll store the for me is you know five thousand, um, giving us the better sense, uh, give the better experience across the cameras, the better sensor on the front overall. So I feel like Sony has a very well put together story. Um, we didn't hear anything about the Xperia Five. I don't, I didn't, I don't know if anybody even had. I know the Xperia Ten in Europe was also announced. So the Ten Mark Four is out. Yeah. As well as the one Mark IV. Yeah, I mean, um, when 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 the three came out, they didn't have direct confirmation of the whole, you know, all the specs on the phone. But when the one Mark III, we did the pre-brief on the one mm-hmm. Mark III, they mentioned that there would also be a five Mark III, and then it took even longer for the five to come out. This year, they haven't said anything about yep. a five. And and so I don't know. I don't have confirmation and Sony isn't going to tell us first. No. But I, I am getting the sneaking suspicion that 
Sony might just go with one premium tier phone for 2022. Um, I I don't know that that's what they're going to do, but by now we already would have gotten some kind of tangential announcement or just reveal or even a teaser. Yeah. So I think it's possible they might skip the Xperia five this year. And it's, it's a little bit sad because the reality is between the 10 and the one, the five was the petite, the size, the smaller form factor that you wanted to get. It wasn't the, the, it wasn't the budget friendly. It was definitely the more, um, compact like i feel like it's the yeah. xperia compact really this is there was no better way to describe it so i you yeah. know and I, and I definitely appreciate folks that are looking for that smaller screened experience i'm 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 perpetually sad that we don't have more good options um kind of in that sort of iphone se territory mm-hmm. yeah, phones yeah. that are nicely built like they don't have to be the most expensive because obviously we're making some hardware compromises but just oh. so you can get a small phone that doesn't feel like something cheap yeah um but when i've been spending so much time with pixel 6 and then you pick up a one plus 10 and you're like why does the one plus 10 just feel smaller than the pixel 6 pro and then you pick up an xperia one and you're like how does it have all this stuff and it feels smaller than any other premium tier phone. I mean, like, it, it just the 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 amount of innards, like the, the SOC, the, the feel in camera the hand, sensors, yeah. No, yeah. the 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 battery capacity, yeah. and then you pick up a Note twenty two, and you're like, these are competitive, but the Xperia just feels so much smaller. It's it's and, it's kind and of it remarkable. Does so much more. It is. It is. It is truly, and and I and I say this, and it sounds like this episode is sponsored by Sony. I promise you, it's not. It's truly a, um, it's a fandom. It's truly a fandom and a, a an experience over many years, over three to four years, three of generational Sony experiences, even going back already, you know, to the compact line. I remember when Juan got the uh, Xperia Compact, and it was at the Google. Uh, there was a Google meetup for the Nest Home, the the Google Nest Get it right meeting. there. Yeah. Uh, so for me, those those are the devices that kind of you know started the conversation. Um, what we see this year, obviously, it may be a change. Maybe the five. I think where Farhan was jumping that in there. Yeah, uh, <laughs> the, the pixel. I'm trying. Pixel, I, pixel, I can't show oh. this, but it's like it's like the the Xperia One Mark Four is just a touch shorter, and mm-hmm. it is noticeably thinner. Oh, absolutely. The, than the skinny, Pixel Six skinny, Pro. Yeah. Uh, that's a big thing you know like they don't call them the remote control form factor for nothing it truly is that the ability of touching my fingers across is a big big win across the flagship this this does not happen with any other phone so for me i, I appreciate that f- uh, form factor the the and i hadn't I, I ended up taking the skin off of my Xperia one mark three mostly because i wanted to make sure people knew that this was another phone that wasn't like another copy or something like that not sponsored by sony but how about that six sony xm5 earbud yeah. uh, no. Um, actually I've been using the, um, the, uh, the, not the free buds, the uh, link buds for the last week or so. And, oh my God, open back earbuds are a thing and they're a thing that need to happen everywhere. Uh, Not because, so multitasking is a big thing for what I like to do. (laughs) I I am on conference calls consistently. I mean, I work from home, so I'm on video calls and conference calls all day long. 
but I'm not going to lie to you. I like to listen to podcasts. I like to listen to shows. I want to be able to, you know, watch your SGGQA going on at the same time, but without having a blasting in the office so that I can yeah. hear it over the speakers on the other one. The link buds are small enough that they sit in your ear, obviously. They're open back so that sound comes through. There is no noise cancellation. The purpose of these buds is so that you can mm -hmm. hear what's going around you. So while I have you in my in the ears for the on the podcast, I have my headset sitting in from my day my uh, my conference call. I'm able to listen on both ends clearly. You have to play a little bit with the audio levels obviously to make sure that the, no one volume is killing or overpowering the other. And you can multitask so much and you can play music. You can listen to music. You can listen to a podcast and not be very, you know, stuck into uh, just using one experience and having to listen to no, no. For anybody that's ever been in a meeting with me, please don't think I'm talking about you specifically, but presentations can get <laughs> long. Sometimes the monotone kind of gets the same level and sticks for 20 minutes, you know, because that's how we do it. Um, and I love some mix up. So I, for me, the link buds were great. Um, for being able to be in two places at once that for me was really nice. Mm -hmm. so it's a win the sound is great um i didn't ever since i tried those open backs that you you shared with me that one time yeah um i my my world has been opened up to oh i can do things and be aware of what's going on around me i don't have to have one or the other because it happens all the time here obviously i'm in my office and my wife's calling me and i just can never hear her so yeah for i end sure. up getting a whatsapp message because you know, we're in the other room. Oh, hall. my wife and I like text each other from upstairs, downstairs. It's hilarious. It is. It but, is. It is. But the so, link so, are serious, serious contenders. Yeah. So I, I'm, I'm glad to hear you're enjoying those. I still need to wrap up my, my review. Again, like the time I've had just to sit and enjoy any of this stuff. I feel like I pick something up. I, I kind of go blah, 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 and I shoot a video and then I have to like set it aside and I've got these beautiful Odyssey earbuds over here next to me. Tuchaka and and I at the same time, about, uh, the, yeah, I got a chance to hang well, out with Well, but Tuchaka you know, because Aditya yeah. was saying we've got to get you into some planers um, yeah, yeah. because I, on the podcast this Monday, there was a, an amazing B&H um, deal alert for a new, for an old neckband. This came out the end of 2019, beginning of 2020. And these are the uh, oh my the, God, the that. earbuds that I was fronting there. The I, I don't know how you pronounce the company name. It's A U Sounds. If it's Ow Sounds or oh. O is Sounds, it, is it or European? Ow? I want to say Ow Sounds just because I think that sounds funny, but I'm pretty it, sure that's not the name of their company. Well, no. If it's French, then it would be O. But A U in French is O. Sure. I don't know. Yeah, I have no idea. <laughs> I should probably look it up, and I just haven't. Um, these were originally a $200 Bluetooth neckband, mm -hmm. dual driver with a planar magnetic driver and a dynamic driver okay. to help kind of fill out the lows. And they were on sale for 30 bucks. What? Yeah. Uh, okay, so I missed, dual I may, driver, I totally missed that one. Okay. Planers, uh, connect over LDAC. So mm -hmm. you do get nice. really, really high quality, uh, streaming to your phone. They came in this afternoon. I've listened to two songs on them. <laughs> I just I don't have time to use moving on, any moving of these on. things. Two songs is what um, you can do. Tomorrow, maybe one. Let's go. Yeah. I, so in, in two songs and two songs that I, I normally test with, um, WTF by OK Go and mm -hmm. uh, Killing in the Name of Rage Against the Machine. Very encouraging first listen. I can totally appreciate why some people might have had some review concerns at the full MSRP two hundred dollars. They get a little bright, um, so there were some some like symbol and distortion sounds that were, that almost came in shrill. 
but at 30 bucks 30 bucks these things are unbelievable and, I, and honestly the, the, we haven't been seeing that many neckband style um earbuds no. on the market because yeah. if you've ever lost one of your buds like i've done in the past with my oneplus buds at in and out by just leaving it on the on the tray and yep. tossing it uh it is it, it it is absolutely a lifesaver and i miss those days also from oneplus's uh you know neckbands and lg's yeah. neckband uh solution so uh not so bad yeah. um dual driver planers <laughs> oh, hyper articulate in the mids yeah, yeah. um anc the mm-hmm. anc is pretty good uh the audio pass through it was windy when i was wearing them and the audio pass through was super susceptible to that wind impact sound. So I had to immediately turn it back off. I don't know that I can use their pass through. Yeah. I can't. I mean, if, if they're regularly on sale between 50 and 60 bucks, getting them for a 30 just feels like highway robbery. Highway robbery. Yeah. You, yeah. You should feel guilty um, just getting them at that price. Yeah. But like, oh, damn. And especially when you compare them against like purpose built $30 true wireless. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, man. These things are good. Mouth. Yeah, yeah, no, no. So, um, there, send me the link. Yeah, send me the link. I'll, I'll see if I'll, I can I'll, grab I'll shoot it over. Yeah, because I, I mean, let me let me pull them back up on B and H because they're not on sale anymore. But um, even well, at a I, reduced price, I, I would I, say these are absolutely they, worth a I look. Wonder, I wonder if they're still under the EDU special. We'll have to see. Sometimes oh, yeah, I, that's a good that's a good call. Because I work for well. <laughs> Day job no, is, no, no, but uh, check it out. Yeah, if, if they carry over sales a little bit longer. Yeah, yeah. No, typically, B&H has some decent, uh, like I usually get their, their EDU specials as well. Okay, so, so, so here's the deal. All right, I'm going to blow some minds. Let me, let me drop this into the chat. This, this, this is, this is I, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put it out there. Um, the deal isn't as good, but where they were $29.95 on Monday... They're now forty bucks. They're thirty nine ninety five. Um, if that that link shows up in the chat, it shows so up, but I don't the, think I the can. Ow sounds AU flex, um, okay. forty bucks. Uh, that's that that is still phenomenally good. This is oh, uh, I, acoustic I, I performance. Out the one sixty dollar version, the AU flex. Let me take that out. See if maybe so I, pick- I, I got them for $10 less than what you would buy them currently at. Um, they're older. Mm-hmm. Uh, there, there are some weaknesses, like I said, for some of the, the audio pass through. People still might need to hit them with a little EQ. But the, the uh, detail and articulation of the planer backed up by the low frequency punch of the dynamic driver is uncomparable. At they under have, fifty dollars, there have a is very no large pair selection of Bluetooth of, fifty dollar mm-hmm. earbud that is that is going to touch what I've already heard in the two songs that I've listened to. Um, I'm very impressed. I'm okay. I'm I'm already I'm going to be rocking these all weekend. I'm probably going to give copy myself the, the, the link, but I will I will come back and click it a little bit afterwards because I can in the chat because we're in Streamyard. Every time I hover over the link. It adds. It wants me to hide, show it, or hide it, and, and I cannot select it. Wait, here, let me let effect. me send it to you in the private chat. Yeah, maybe you that'll help. Yeah, I was that. gonna say. Oh, yeah, yeah, that works. But yeah. So I, I, um, yeah. Oh yeah, there's there's still thirty even on the EDU side, but that's actually it's not bad. It was forty, forty, not thirty. 
Instant yeah. savings. I like that. Instant savings, 160 bucks. I'm like, crap. You know, it, I mean, it's a bummer because like they're, they're, the excitement is not on neck bands, but even for all of the incredible true wireless earbuds on my desk right now, mm-hmm. one of the first that I reach for are my one more, the one more sport neck bands. Oh, yeah. Um, so this is now probably going to get retired <laughs> for this, this AU Flex. Um, it, it's real good. I'm, I'm, I'm very, I'm very chuffed. And, and again, just like for even just saving the $10, it's like, I got them on sale and I got them on sale on sale. It's, it's, (laughs) it's in, it's in the shopping bag. Let's just say that it's on the, it's in the shopping bag. Um, I have a couple more things I want to pick up from there as well. And I'll close up my, my, my tab tomorrow morning. Um, But yeah, no, thank you. Thank you for the recommendation in there. And like I said, for me, it's been, um, it's it's still a constant look for the right balanced pair of buds. And for me, when when I got the link boats, I was kind of, did it make sense? I mean, I really like ANC. I really like being in that kind yeah. of bubble. I want to be by myself kind of thing. But having but it's the same in... experience I have with bone conduction is like yeah. I need one tool for when I want to block everything out. A- absolutely, and I, I haven't reached I that level. I I thought I had one uh, an agreement with a company that was going to send me a pair of uh, bo- a good bone conduction uh you know uh, buds or he- uh, headset, um but we didn't ever got to, that never materialized never happened so for me the only experience I've had as far as awareness is always been using the pass through, right yeah. you know like turning on pass through shutting out the music and lane listening to it and not turning on ANC so that the moment I shut off the music I'm able to hear things around me without having to be disconnected. Um, this just seriously, like if you have the volume level at a certain at certain decibel level, and it doesn't have to go that high because it feels like you have a speaker that's sitting really close to your ears. It's that type of experience with these buds. It's not very um, you don't feel like you're in a tunnel. That open back experience changes the perception. So um, like even when we were at the at the um at the pixel event, I had to jump on a call in the middle of my pixel, you know, sitting in there and, and enjoying the show. But I didn't want to, you know, disconnect and not have to be on it. So I, I literally was doing both at the same time. And it just works absolutely great. So for multitasking, mm-hmm. these are definitely really good buds. Um, good battery life, very small. Like, like the size is absolutely minuscule yeah. compared to some of the other ones. Um, and then when you, now that I'm like trying to just show it to everybody, did I disconnect from the camera? Yes, of course. I disconnected from the camera. <laughs> I just, well, I'm trying to save because the whole uh, the, the tablet no, is I running know, low. I, I uh, so here, we're back. <laughs> okay, let's see. Can we get them to bam? Here you go. Tiny little buds. Like, seriously, one of the best solution. No wireless charging. None of the fancy schmancy things, but open backs. You yeah. got to think about it. You got to check it out. So for sure. So again, so, using the right tool for the right job, yeah. something open ear, but not just I put an unsealed driver right in front of my ear canal yeah. is, no, is no. a really great audio tool to mm-hmm. have in your arsenal. Um, on that note, we should probably switch gears. I, I, I completely spaced and on my Monday morning stream, my viewers were all like, hey, Juan, you're doing all these predictions for Google I.O., don't you think there are going to be some pixel buds? And my viewers were way smarter than I was. <laughs> like, I was going through all these rumors and leaks and they're like, I don't know. What else could they show? I and learned like, so I, much from the comments on my shows on Saturday. It's, it's crazy. But yes. So, so um, pixel, pixel buds pro. Um, pro. We're, we're going to be getting some. I, I kind of wish they weren't called 
Pro. I wish they would call them Pixel Buds A and C. Um, but for everything that I like about Pixel Buds, it's yeah. always bothered me that they don't have a sealed solution. Mm-hmm. So I love this strategy now where we've got the Pixel Buds A series, which are open. They have that venting so that you can kind of hear a little of what's going on around you. And then they'll be finally introducing a proper active noise canceling earbud. And I like that. With with Astro, with with, with actual true seal around the ear to isolate the audio and provide you Mm -hmm. all all the things that we've been wanting from. Well, not being ironic, we've wanted an option from Google to provide us. I mean, we've seen the other options. They work very nicely. The A-series surprisingly much better at, at connectivity than what we saw originally with the original Pixel Buds. Oh, so yeah. I'm excited to see what the Buds Pro, how they perform. Um, the one thing that kind of struck me at the, at the beginning is the mixing of colors in the packaging, which was like, okay, yeah. I, I, I wanted one to be like an all orange one. Like, give me one that's an all Pixel 4 XL yeah. color cutaway, uh, colorway. But um, still, absolutely. I think. Uh, if there was one thing this Google I.O. for me has been, it's been like a deluge of of information. Of And I wanted more. I didn't want it to stop. I wanted them to say, and like, and then some. And oh, by the way. Oh, by the way. Well, oh, then they the did. I did. It I mean, going. it got off to kind of a slow start with some of their conversation about search and services. And I understand yeah, yeah. that. It's a developer conference. I, I'm... It's Google, not their right? target It's demo a search engine. For... First and foremost, everybody in the world, yeah. if they know what Google is, they think it's a search engine. They don't think of Pixel at first. I mean, we do, but but you know once I mean. they started rolling into like Android services 13. and then hardware, oh yeah, it got pretty crazy. So I'm I, very I, anxious I, to see what they do with Pixel Buds. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Now, now it's and I agree with with Jeff here. I, I kind of wish they had done like Pixel Buds, Pixel Buds A and C. Mm-hmm. And then some type of like next year, come out with some over ear pixel cans or something. <laughs> um, that. That, that's the trio that I want. And I, and I really wish they hadn't called it called the the A series, the A series, because it's not cheaper or lesser than it's kind of like AirPods, AirPods Pro and AirPods well, I mean, Max. I think the, the reason why it it's was just the A-series. their. It, it is a little bit so feature wise it didn't have the same features as the the standard. No, I, right? I understand we didn't have that. Swipe the but, volume control. But but I, 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 I kind of wish that the Pixel Buds were the starter, and then there'd be an adjective for the improved versions. And and it feels like we're still like two years ago in this first generation of Pixel yeah. Buds, and we just keep an adjective. Like when do we go to Pixel Buds two? When does that happen? Yeah. What's the pro, what's the qualifier for the Buds Pro not to be called like? Like three or two or you know pixel pixel i like that (laughs) i i I wanted to add a a, a word but but we've got we've got the two earbuds that that i'm wanting to see and now what i think is going to be a critical next step for google is demonstrating i'm not expecting them to just immediately come out the gate with like the most performant audio quality solution we've got some boutique players we've got Mm -hmm. i mean again i just held up this neck band um i I recently just spent time with uh uh, the One Mores, the One Mores are very good. A, a, mm-hmm. a few, for a few little software teething pains, these are excellent. You've been playing with the Edifier. Yeah. Um, I, there, I've got too many things on my desk right now. I've got like another pair of earbuds here that I can't even remember what the name of the company is. I've got like a bird on the logo. Um, amazing stuff. All of this stuff is great. Now, right. what I think Google needs to do to stand out is to demonstrate better interaction for software and services which genuinely I have not enjoyed. Pixel Buds A-Series get close, 
mm-hmm. but I still feel like the absolute best user inter- interaction has still been LG Tone neckbands. Okay. Where they yeah. used yeah, to have, have that, that assistant. Those, yeah. mm-hmm. So they, they had um, this dictation button on the neckband um, on that hardware where an alert would come in and you'd hear this little bloop and you could hit the button real quick and it would read off the alert. And then there would be like this just momentary pause after the completion of the alert and you could reply. And it was just this like walkie talkie back and forth doing brilliant speech to text transcription. I would have entire text conversations with my wife, never typing anything, only using this, this voice interaction, this kind of walkie talkie style voice Mm -hmm. interaction and notification system. And I need something like that from pixel buds. I need something that takes audio interactions more seriously because it's, we we can only, we can only dedicate so much visual attention to every smart task. And if I'm walking around a Costco and I'm pushing a shopping basket and I'm wrangling Lex and I've got an earbud in and someone texts me or I get like, you know, a messenger message of some kind and I can just tap it immediately reply, have that go back out. I mean, that's, I, I don't want to have to keep juggling my phone or fiddling around with my watch. It's already right there. And that, no, to I me, I think, is, is, the, is the area where Google can stand apart because we, have, we are flush for absolutely I, incredible earbud options absolutely. right now. There is, and we need the tech to, find to take bad a next ones. step. It's hard to find bad ones. Yeah, we are, you have we are to go out of your way. You have to go out of your way to find a bad <laughs> pair of buds um, at any price point. So... That was the big part that I was very excited to see that we did see that materialize. Obviously, the 6A, we kind of covered that at the beginning a little bit already. And then, you know, then we start talking about Pixel Watch. Like, it actually did show up. He he had it on on him. Did you see see the, the, uh, it was the Wear OS subreddit? Uh So, right into the beginning of Google I.O., Someone screen caps, one of the women presenters is wearing the new Pixel Watch. It made an appearance at Google I.O. Oh, and then literally actually, like five, five minutes later, they're just like, and set. here's the Pixel <laughs> So actually, okay. So I thought that, that I thought that the same thing. The first few uh, presenters in that they were with, those watches looked more like a Galaxy watch to me than a, than a Pixel watch. Oh, okay, Once you saw yeah. the Pixel watch later on, it actually looks very, it's very pronounced. The, uh, the reason yeah. I say that it's a, it's a Samsung, it's because of the bands. The band connector on the side. Yeah. Uh, the Pixel Watch has, it, it's more of a, like a, the way they showed it to us, not like I have one. Uh, it's like a slide and lock kind of a thing. And it's, it's more connected and it's really more flush. The when the ones I saw before was like, are those the Pixel Watches? Are they, are they not? Uh, the screen wasn't lift, light, lighting up as they were turning their hands. You know what I mean? Like yeah. they were doing, nothing was lighting up. And they're like, nah, it doesn't look like it has that crown. The, the one he was wearing at the end, it was definitely, uh, it looked more, like we we finally saw the you know the, the infamous uh, Pixel Watch, um, and then the of, of course you know marry that with the fact that it's going to come out around the, uh, around the Pixel Seven and the Seven Pro yeah. um, later on, and I think that was the other exciting part. Google no longer wanting to basically say, "Hey, we're going to play this uh, leaks and rumors for the next three, uh, three to four months, and mm-hmm. then drop the thing." No, we're just going to give you, we're going to tell you what it looks like now. So you just don't have to worry about it. You know, yeah. it's going to, you know, what it looks like. I'm, I'm, is there. I'm, I'm liking this strategy a lot better because. Yeah, be open about the, it. The, Why do secrets? There's no point. Well, but I mean, I feel, I feel like Google also learned from some of their initial constrained supply chain issues. I don't believe the Pixel 5 was really the phone they wanted to launch yeah. as no, the I, Pixel 5. 
and and I feel like this is a much better strategy. It, again, people complain, oh well, Sony, they're gonna miss their, they're coming out too late. Oh, they're they're delayed, and you're like, they're not. This is Sony's strategy. This isn't a mistake in their manufacturing. This is by design sat- how they're going to satisfy some some regions first, and then they're going to ship products later. Mm-hmm. And it, if you know what's going on, and you're actually good at tech, um, you understand. Like Sony announces way early. If anyone's interested in Xperia, they know it's coming, and mm-hmm. they know that they can save up for it. That there's always a window there, yep. and I like that strategy better. Where Google saying like. Let's just end the speculation. This is what we're going to do. This is how we're going to do it. This is when we think it's going to be ready. And you know it's coming now. Anyone who was maybe considering a Pixel 6 Pro knows how long they need to wait. And they know what the Pixel 7 is going to look like. Mm -hmm. And then they can make that choice. Do I want to get the Pixel 7 Pro or do I want to get a Pixel 6 Pro at a reduced price? I know yeah, like when no, that's going to no, happen. No other company announces the design of their phone, especially because... Not, not that explicitly, yeah. N- yeah, or not that early even. <laughs> it's like, okay, we'll see you in five months or four or five months. It'll be there. This is what it looks like. And here's the colors. Just set, you know, just make sure you set your interest here. I, I, I like that. I like the... That was a nice yeah. surprise. I, I didn't know this. I, I mean, the seven, the announcement of the seven was a, was a, somewhat of a surprise for me. I kind of started to feel like when they talked, when they brought in hardware, that it looked like we were going to be with the, oh, and by the way, oh, and by the way. And of course, let's, yeah. we have to talk about, I mean, obviously, don't get me wrong. I'm excited for the watch. I'm excited for the tablet. I'm yeah. excited for the buds, the seven, seven pro and the six A. All of those are super, super exciting. I'm yeah. even excited about the tablet and the fact that they're trying mm-hmm. to go back into the tablet form factor. But what got me going, what got me emotional in the middle of this uh, in this announcement, was their their acquisition of the Focal by North and mm-hmm. their new A- whatever R- they want to call them, Pixel AR Bender whatever glass yada yada. Yeah. To me, that conversational oh, translation with the in display in the, in live. Oh my God! And they were—I mean—they were driving for that emotional thing. But for me, it was like, whoa! Imagine traveling with one of those. Imagine being in a conversation with a family member that maybe doesn't even speak your language because they're obviously older generation from your from the old country or something. Just to me, those 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 these are the things that I always kind of find mm-hmm. very emotional there. So that whole mom and daughter, that whole dad and and son and kind of thing. So yeah. Um, I want that yesterday. I, I want it like two years ago. Um, I, I tweeted the exact same thing. I needed these on my face yesterday. <laughs> yeah, no, it, it, this, this, this is this is the level. I this is the things I was hoping for Focal to come yeah. out with with the, their second generation before they got bought out. And I'm happy to see that Google is not. You know, it, it, this I'm, is not I'm, one of those acquisitions that just disappears. They're I'm working. I'm hoping so bad that they actually did leverage some of the UI and some mm-hmm. of the. Uh, some some of the 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 tech from Focals. Yeah. What Focals needed help with was the optics, because you can't share. You couldn't share the Focals experience. Oh, it was I know. So yeah. biologically Bi- customized, customized to your to you. eye, you couldn't just take them off and hand them to someone else and say, "Here, try this," because literally the shape of their face was all wrong to to use those glasses. It's but terrible. I still, yeah. I see. I've been saying. I've been telling people. And it's like, unless you really wore them, you did not know how incredibly fluid and responsive and and fast that UI was. 
no smartwatch, no not no Apple Watch, no Wear Watch, no Galaxy Watch was anywhere near as fluid in interaction as the Focals, and um, it's it, they had some of the best speech to text transcription I've ever used. So, you know, like I was saying with the LG tones, you would click this mm-hmm. button and you could do this thing. You would wear this ring on your focals and you could, you know, click and navigate through their menus and stuff like that. That, that I understand why some people felt that was a little clunky, but once you got good at it, mm-hmm. it was so much more responsive than any like flick up and turn this dial and move around on this watch. And so I, I know, like, what they're showing off is this very human interest. It's the emotional thing that, need, that people need to see. Mm-hmm. So they understand why might you want to use AR glasses? Because Google is the company that gave us Google Glass. There's not a lot of trust there. Mm-hmm. But the second you get turn-by-turn directions at eye level... And you're walking around this neighborhood and it tells you like, oh, coming up and around, you're just going to turn left here at this next intersection. And it's it's a visual that like mm-hmm. pops up. There's an arrow exactly when you're supposed to turn. As soon as you see, you know, a discord message pop up into your field of view and you click and you just talk a reply and you click it again and it and it goes yeah. and you're having conversations with your with your pals on discord so much of this stuff that is a constant distraction for picking up her phone and referencing a smartwatch, it is so much faster and it is so much less disruptive when that stuff is popping up at eye level so that you can interact with it or immediately disregard it. Yeah. And and, and I know people go, Oh, but you're gonna see all these people who aren't even like looking at, at their, you know, their lunch dates anymore. And you're like, it is so much less distracting than picking up a phone it's so much less rude than looking at a watch and and if it's a piece of information that you don't need to interact with like the discre- the distraction looks like this and you're like that's it and you're done yeah. <laughs> that, no, no, that was I, all I you needed like... to do to to like wipe away a notification that you don't care about so Those so i know things, like yeah. And I, they totally got me too. They totally got me with the feels of now I can talk to my grandmother and now I can, you know, do this real-time translation. Literally everything you turn to a smartwatch for is going to get way better when you can put it in your field of view mm-hmm. as something that you can look through. So even when it does pop up, you can make the choice to look at it or just look past it. Mm-hmm. And that is so much better. I've been dying to return to some kind of heads-up display. Same, and and same. I actually have a lot of faith that Google, after stumbling so bad on Google Glass, that Google can actually come out with a new flavor of this that is, is going to be consumer accessible, that it's going to yeah. be ready to go. And and it, and it doesn't look like it's just going to be – It's gonna. it doesn't look like 2022 is the year, maybe 2023 – um, and, yeah. and on that note, one thing that I really liked about CES this year was at, at TCL. TCL showed off mm-hmm. prototype AR glasses. It's very yep. kind of like what this design looks yeah. like, except um, they had a carousel navigation system, which it was still being developed. I mean, the UI was not final by any means, but it looked very much like what this device is trying to do. It's that whole pass through and the display. And they were using actually uh, dual displays on each one. They had two separate pieces yeah. of display sitting in there with TCL. So I'm looking forward to, to, to this type of technology. Um, AR, um, augmented reality, even, you know, not just for gaming, but also for navigation, like you said, um, 
translation, um, information, search results, all of those things I feel like don't necessarily, I mean, it's functional to have it on the watch, but it's yeah. so much more convenient and keeps you in the moment when you're on it with your, with your glasses, especially this is, I wear glasses. This is to me, not that yeah. big a difference. It may be obviously a, big, a different frame, um, sure. <laughs> you know, but um, I, so that, I that's what got wear me excited the most. And I will wear glasses. <laughs> Uh, so and and again, I, I'm really hoping that they go with more of a heads up display instead mm-hmm. of trying to make them two A R E. Oh no, I, absolutely. I think the function you know? of this is it's more of a heads up, and it, it is definitely that that print experience. Um, I'm hoping that by the time they're out, the battery tech is supporting enough long enough battery usage, because I always worry about these things. Either small form factor, their usability, constant mm-hmm. connection, GPS connectivity. Start adding functional things to be able to know yeah. how to do those turn by turns and stuff. To me, all I'm thinking right now is power draw. And the reality yeah. is, yeah, you're challenged by the physical aspects of the device. But we, we that, with that being said, I'm happy yeah, to see. Yeah, we got a ways to go on that. <laughs> no, no, I know. IO is hardware, software, central. Um, I like the the functionality of being able to use, you know, search near me. That was a very mm-hmm. functional thing, especially when we're traveling. You want to be able to do local search, but also yeah. do local searches with images. So you're doing double queries at the same time. That excited me as well. Uh, just yeah, more functional the, the new, things just becoming more the new polish to Google Maps. Just oh, absolutely fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and um, you know, like it, like it seems like every every major iteration of Google Maps, we get just a little bit more Google Earth. Yeah, mixed yeah, yeah, in. Yeah, and yeah, like, yeah. I get it. I don't need it. But that's fun. So I, I like what they're doing there. I I will say there was that one slightly cringe moment, uh, although it's a very functional feature that they're <laughs> talking one. about. I mean, it's a, it's a developer conference. There were a few pretty cringe moments. Yeah. So that one. So I like the fact that they're trying to minimize the the need to say the the keyword, right? The OKG kind of thing, right? Yeah. Um, and with this, with the 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 the, the Nest Hub Max, um, that one demo where she was having to look close and bring yeah. down her face to kind of get it to recognize. I'm hoping there's improvements on that, but I like sure. that that function because to me it's it is. So I have quite a few of them in the house, which is which gets crazy because mm-hmm. it's weird. Sometimes we're in the living room and I'll I'll call out the the command and for the weirdest reason the kitchen answers. You know what I mean? Like it yeah. heard it, but the living room also, and it, and for some reason, the algorithm thought I'm in the kitchen. So give that priority. So those things a little bit kind of become more functional when you're in the kitchen, you're cooking, you don't have to say the word, you're able to just do things. Uh, so yeah, it, for me is, <laughs> I like a DD. I like the minimalism of focals uh, brought into the UI, uh, you know, keep it like that. Uh, in essence, don't make it overcrowded uh, and distracting. The goal of bringing more information, bringing information without taking attention away. Completely. Like Juan said, just, and, yeah, it's supposed to be that way. And, and I just want to shout this out. Chris Lopez has asked a whole bunch of questions. Uh, unfortunately, I, I we, we were seeing what you're writing, Chris, but we talked about the one Mark IV yes. at the beginning of this podcast. So, yeah, we've both been rocking the one Mark IV. Um, but you, you can catch some of our other thoughts in, in the first yeah, I mean, if you're if you're watching on YouTube, so, you can definitely scroll back, uh, Chris. Hopefully, so. Um, and 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 hey, Donald. Uh, thanks oh for yeah, Donald Lazino's um, in. So so, I was very encouraged by Google's bolder hardware strategy. Mm-hmm. I'm very anxious to see them do a tablet right. Um, I, like if we get into 2023, and you have a very cost competitive tablet, maybe even running Tensor One. Maybe they don't go mm-hmm. to Tensor Two. Oh, absolutely for for their twenty twenty three tablet. 
Um, I'd really like to see what they think a modern tablet experience should look like. Because I think there are some gaps in the iPad strategy. And we've seen, like, Lenovo's put out some incredible gear. Obviously, Samsung's been killing it. The TCL also has some some decent experiences. Still not in the premium, but it's more, you know... For sure. uh, Yeah, budget-friendly. But but again, Google's not going to... I wonder, I don't think they will, but they're Mm -hmm. probably not going to be relying on Qualcomm. So this is another opportunity for Google to show we are defining what an Android slate should be. We're not going to put another UI on it like Samsung will. We're we're not going to be relying on mid-ranger inexpensive hardware just to make carriers happy like a TCL might. Mm -hmm. Um, Not to say anything bad about TCLs, but this is an opportunity for Google. You have to understand, yeah, TCL's approach to define business plan is very much carrier specific you see that in 2022 where they're, where sure. they're no longer in the unlocked market but every version they're releasing is that but yeah but but like tensor on a phone now google needs to demonstrate why is it that we're doing this specific proprietary hardware initiative mm-hmm. and they've got to be able to demonstrate like does android make sense on a larger screen because for the last couple of years you've been telling us bigger screens should be chrome os so, so now this is this is kind of a course correct. Show me why we want to we want to follow you on this course correct, and why are tablets interesting again? You know, not just because of the pandemic. You've got to give me another reason why a slate makes sense. So, well, it, I'm, I'm very, with, I'm with very Chrome, interested. With Chrome sales to see what actually now more normalizing. We're we're in that normalizing part, yeah. part of it because oh, of that man. pandemic kind of spike that everybody wanted Chromebooks and so on. But at the yeah. end of the day. What I what got me though is their their prototype demonstration literally looked like the Nest Hub Max taken yeah. off the base. <laughs> it like, it okay. like, uh, point. Like, we need we need a tablet. We need to put it on screen. Uh, it's going to come out or, next year. Don't worry about what the hardware looks like. Or like, okay. how hilarious would it be if 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 they like the next Nest Nest Max is just a tablet on okay. a magnet. It, it would be Clint. crazy if they release it that way and they're like, hey, do you want to take it out with you? Just take it off the magnet and walk away, put it in your backpack. You come back home, you plop it in, and you're back in the game. Um, I, I wouldn't be surprised. Honestly, I wouldn't be surprised. But at the end of the day, it's exciting that development or the developer IO keynote had so much, or not just the keynote, the overall uh, you know structure, mm-hmm. focused on everything that Google does. It's not just the software. Because for the last couple of years, even though they, they, they separated the hardware from the software uh, you know, conversations, you know what? At the end of the day, people need to be able to use hardware to experience these software experiences that you're talking about. You know, uh, you, you know Magic Eraser and, and all those other software optimizations that you're talking yeah. about um, typically come out to Pixel devices first. And, you know, I mean, rightfully so. So I've, it's nice to see that they married the two together. And yes, we have to look forward to July. Yes, we have to look forward to September, October. But you know what? It's not it's not that different of a story. We've seen this before in yeah, July will be here before we even know it. So you know, so it's a way, great way to kind of cap off the summer, you know, with some nice hardware. Um I wanted to mention one extra thing that I've been one of the reasons why I'm extremely tired on a Thursday afternoon or Thursday evening here is because so at MWC 2022, I, I had the mm-hmm. opportunity, I was lucky enough to be able to go to the Honor launch event where they launched this guy. So okay. this is the Honor Magic 4. I was hoping we had this with us last Friday when we were hanging out because mm. that would have been perfect for me to test it out with Clark and, and yeah. get get her, um, just get some of those, just to see how the images, because I didn't, so don't get me wrong, I was very happy with the Xperia 1 Mark 4. 
I knew this one was coming. I just had no idea when it was going to show up and it showed up on Monday. So, um, and of course, weird enough, I like the embargo on the Magic 4. It, everybody that wants to do embargoes, please do them at 9 p.m. Uh, UK time. I love that. Is right. that 1 p.m. My, uh, that's 1 p.m. my time and it's like cruising. Although I was Thanks. also, <laughs> it would have been perfect if I landed it. I still missed it, but you know, I was only about an hour or so later. It just it 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 takes time and you know day job and so on. But um, Magic Four, seriously, from the f- couple of days that I've had an opportunity to check it out, um, solid performer. Everything that I've always expected from Honor is here. Um, you know, spe- good stereo speakers, uh, a decent camera stack on the back. I need to test it out a little bit more. So we may go to the Huntington Library this weekend just to kind of a little bit more dynamic range and nice. outdoor photography. Yeah. And I want to test that telephoto. It has a decent 64 megapixel camera as a telephoto, like 64. Like what in the... Do you, do you um, know what size the, the sensor is on that? Like not just the resolution, uh, but, yes. or do you know what the actual pixel pitch is? Uh, no, I don't have the pixel pitch, but I do have the, what the sensor, I, I want to say, hold on, let me get, let me jump in. Is it my... the new one, one over 2.7? I will tell you in approximately, I, I, I need to pull up the sheet. I don't have the, the specs. Uh, I did not, no, I do not have that Put one. you on the spot. Please, please. Put you on no. the spot. Uh, so here, where is it? Da, da, da. Oh, here. Okay. Like I can't find the the experience. Uh oh, dang it! Okay, I don't have a download here. I'm hoping the file that I can download it is is uh, and of Fair. course not. Okay, so the Fair. file is. I can uh, I can literally see you opening things in the reflection of your. Glasses. No 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 yeah yeah seriously. Uh, they so typically we get we get we get our obviously our, our guides and so on. They, they typically right, give us all the information. Right. But I downloaded it on the PC behind me because I don't. I don't. So, ah, in all fairness, the setup tricky. that we use for live streaming is purely for live streaming, and I don't do anything else with it um, because, again, powerhouse is behind me. So, um, I will definitely uh, send. I'll send you that, and then you can check it out and, t- and, and see all the all the little beautiful details in there. Uh, it, it's definitely a. Uh, there is interesting things done in this phone, which I, I don't understand a little bit. Like when you're shooting, when you take in photography, there is a one X. 3x and then you jump into the 10x the 64 the the telephoto doesn't kick in till 10x it does not kick in at the so they do primary uh, full sorry full resolution digital crop then optical uh, optical uh, jump Mm -hmm. and then for me in video i haven't been able to turn on i haven't figured out a way on how to turn on the camera to just shoot with the telephoto because i was at a i was at a um a music concert this morning for Omar. So at the end of the year with music and so on, they do a performance and today was the day. So I was sitting all the way in the back and I wanted to test it out. And I got a lot of good shots, but I was using the main sensor, the main 50 with digital crop. So I kept it at two X at the most because I started to see a little bit of distortion as I go higher. It it wasn't super well lit. It was indoors with some natural light. Concert concert stuff is like, yeah. 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 So let's just say this, the pictures didn't, the videos didn't look too bad. The pictures though, look really nice at the 64 at the 10x it's actually pretty clear so i enjoyed that but again i'm still trying to experience all the different lenses on uh, on the back and then we so have according to gsm arena the very rare 64 yes. megapixel sensor oh, is a half inch mm-hmm. with a, a 3.5 times so it's kind of closing in at around an equivalent of a 90 millimeter uh, field of view that's not bad. That would be really interesting to play with because 
one of my favorite camera sensors on any phone right now is the 80. four oh. times zoom on mm-hmm. the Pixel 6 Pro. Okay. That's also a half inch sensor. There aren't a lot of telephotos that get that big. I think it's the Pixel 6 Pro. I think the Mi 11 Ultra oh, had okay. a half yeah. inch on the telephoto. And now this this Honor. And if you if you can force it over into that 90 millimeter and it's on a half inch sensor, it is so much better than it, using most other phones crop zoom when it's dark. And that's what it was. It, but I noticed it so only kicks good. in at that at that uh, at that crop factor. So, yeah, it, it may be it, it may just be a, so, a couple of software updates to get more functionalities out of it. Or, um, I mean, just so that it's better, it's better conveyance. Exactly. Again, and, I, I've, I've even had some really like. I feel bad. Like, I don't want to, I was talking to this guy on Instagram. He's like, oh, I love this shot. And you're like, oh, thanks. I took it on the Pixel 6. And like, yeah, isn't it great how you can do macro shots from the telephoto? And you're like, oh, yeah, you can't. It doesn't do that. That is absolutely not what's happening. Uh, You know what? I'm not going to pick this fight right now. He just likes his phone. So I'm just going to let him like his phone. But he's completely incorrect no i'll, I'll try it at, at its best maybe but not not the telephoto but, but yeah. and, and so you know it's those kinds of things like the the way that we get that software crop that slides the zoom mm-hmm. confuses so many people like they don't know what camera sensor they're using and i wish like the manual modes are so much more um like like i for example i really like on the x70 pro plus you go into manual mode and like you just tell it what sensor and if it's too low light for that sensor you're too close you're just going to end up with an awful shot and i'm not saying that the phone should let you fail but mm-hmm. i wish it was as clear which sensor you're using cuz in auto modes it's constantly moving because of oh. light and because of distance and you never really know what sensor you're on so and i think the other thing that i think the main, the main limitation where i feel like i think the reason why i wasn't able to jump into the telephoto um, they've they've focused the 4K 60 only on the main 50. You can shoot 4K 30 on the uh, on the ultra ride, and I'm almost tempted to say because mm-hmm. I was recording Omar at 4K 60. I didn't want to use any other version right. of, of 4K. Let me just jump over down to 4K 30. I feel like maybe at this point, let's jump here. And nope. See the 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 telephoto is the center sensor. It's that center one, yeah. Yeah, it's blocked see? out. Still, you still see me. Yeah, it's beautiful beard right here, but you still see me. Um, and that's at the 10x. Yeah, let's try the five. Nope, not even close. I I don't know why on the in the in the video mode you can't use the ultra ride and you cannot use the telephoto. You're stuck to the main 50. I understand it's the best sensor, but I like yeah. I want. Oh, actually, not telephoto. I take that back. Ultra ride. Yeah, no, ultra ride does get recognized. The telephoto just doesn't. The 10x. So yeah, at 5x it looks good, but I feel like 2x. 2x zoom or 2x digital crop for me is okay i don't mind that Mm -hmm. because it's not that much of a crop you're still really taking like a very nice image so i stuck to that with the video for omar so i enjoyed that but i I need to spend more time with it this is why i didn't do a review i wanted to do a hands-on because it's just just too much time i'm 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 coming off of a sony still have to do more coverage on sony and then Mm -hmm. this in but Desktop mode is still there. Works beautifully. Wirelessly wired. I was so happy to see that. Um, 
you know, speakers are really nice. Uh, the gaming experience, the the 3D the 3D face unlock option built into it, a really nice second generation Qualcomm uh, fingerprint sensor. Really fast. Yeah, so a I mean, lot of li- Russ just pointed that out. Like, we have actually haven't had that since the LG G8. Yeah, no. It, 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 to me, outside it, of of Huawei and Honor phones, that's nobody can. Yeah, nobody ones. bothers. Yeah, unlocking uh, or no? Was it the G8 and and then it was the Pixel Four, right? The 4XL. Pixel Four didn't have Sony. a fingerprint sensor. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought you were talking about the the three. No, no. I mean both. Yeah. Yeah, 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 that should be on all phones is having true secure face unlock and a good fingerprint sensor. We should have both. And 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 I have to say that Huawei and Honor have been the, 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 the people to carry. And then, of course, we have an IR blaster because why not? <laughs> you know, why not? All the things. So uh, this is going to definitely, yeah, you need a little bit more time. Oh, and then I was able to pick up 5G on AT&T of all companies. Nice. I'm surprised. I was like, okay. I know AT and T was was going to go all in on the Mate 10 Pro. Oh man, I maybe there's it. just like a little a little legacy. I oh man, I remember Honor CES, still knows like, how to support AT and T bands and stuff. Uh, I don't know. Well, let's hope we didn't just announce something that's going to get nuked tomorrow. But you <laughs> no, know, AT and T's like, oh, we got to make sure not to whitelist <laughs> that phone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, uh, they, actually, I, I will say this: AT and T has been more controlling of what devices work and don't work on their on their services um, yeah. as of late which is surprising because they're 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 more controlling than they really need to because it's not like they're providing like this super ultimate experience i'm not saying that they're bad right. but just they're not the best um but they're the most controlling of all and it's surprisingly this one literally not only pick up 5g but you know easily pulling in 80 90 megabits down uh you know in my area which is not bad so you know, a lot of things, a lot of things to talk about mm-hmm. uh, this week. You know, no a more embargoes. No, well, there are things coming up, but I, at least for me, I'm finally able to say I'm done with embargoes for today. I can't say it forever, just for today. I got stuff out today. <laughs> I still have things on my desk that I can't show you. Um, there but are, yeah, I, I didn't I remember have... the name of this company. Um, the other earbuds, the ones with yeah. the birds on them are Libertones. Libertones. So okay. These are also really, really nice. Like they're built to feel almost like um, the Master and Dynamic. Okay. The Qualcomm. Oh, that Snapdragon heavy sound buds. Oh, not that heavy, of... but like everything's like it's like got nice heft to it. The hinge uh-huh. and everything, the display, like the the build. Mm-hmm. It's 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 like some of the money on these earbuds is definitely going into packaging and presentation, where some other earbuds are just like, hey, it charges your earbuds. This is like reveal your audio solution little, they have like little, little lights of... for when they're charging and stuff they're pretty <laughs> fancy um on the, on the last thing i know we're, we're running a little bit late but um um so motorola we talked about them a couple of times and obviously the edge uh, the uh, the edge uh, i have the edge plus 2022 uh, uh has just received the update uh hardware wise uh that we were hoping for which is the case and stylus are now available yes. to purchase on Verizon slash um, Motorola site for eighty bucks. Yes, and uh, <laughs> I, you gonna grab so, it? Um, I want to, but I don't. It's the thing about it is my, my phone is a loner, and I have to send. As soon as I'm done with it, I have to send it back, and they keep asking me to return it. I asked if there was any chance of getting maybe the other one, the the, the case and the pen, so I can test them out and just send them back together. Um, yeah. So I'm I'm a little bit hesitant on on spending eighty bucks on a, on a, on a, on, a, on an accessory on a phone that I don't get that I unfortunately won't be able to keep. So 
I want to, I'm trying to find out to see if and this is going to be shameless on my side. If it's if Verizon store has it in store that I, Oh, if you can just to, go and like kind of poke I, around with it. Yeah. I want to try it out and see if Do it's it. worth, just ask. Worth, you know what I mean? Like that, that yeah. was my main thing. If it's worth it and it definitely is, is enjoyable because I haven't used the stylus on a moto for actually not, not forever, never, ever, never, never kind of a thing. So, uh, but excited to see that this, this, you know, it was announced at the same time. It took them a little bit of time to come out and it's going to come out in a couple of case options, uh, a white one and a blue one or Navy blue or dark. I forgot the, the colors, oh. but uh, very nice, very nice. And then it also adds and a new functionality to the front facing display. The edge plus is back on sale again. Oh, back to eight ninety nine. Yeah. That's, it's back down to eight ninety nine. That's the price. I think that's, that's the sweet spot. It, well, again, for a 512 gigabyte phone, I know that's real, real good. Everything twelve five twelve everything man. We just need to do five twelve everything. So I'm 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 chatting with a, a display manufacturer to do another follow up on Ready for because they're coming out with a four K display, four K oh, nice. portable display, and you're like, yeah, yeah, that's real good. I yep. mean, there's so many things that this Edge is doing so well. Oh man. Um, yeah, no, no, exactly. And I, I was I hoping want you to could just more. buy it directly from their site, but they're still saying it's not available yet. So Verizon's the only one who has it. You have to go to Verizon's yeah. site. They have it, and it's uh, free shipping with like seven bucks tax and stuff like that. So it'll be like eighty. Yeah, I might, I might need. I might need to grab one. Mine. Uh, yeah. I mean, I know it'll work because I have the Verizon flavor of this phone. Um, I was going to say, yeah, it's. But I was yeah. hoping that it would be on like the Motorola site, and like maybe it would be five bucks cheaper because it's not being sold through Verizon. <laughs> but no, it's not. No. Um, so, out of curiosity, I, I know we, you just dropped the, obviously the uh, the Anchor Powerhouse this night. Is there any more videos coming out from you this week, or is it just going to be kind of focusing on next week's stuff? I, I gotta I gotta take a little bit of a break. I'm going to be doing some writing for Slick Deals. Um, nice. We've got some videos coming out in Slick Deals. Actually, we're going to be covering some earbud stuff, which I'm really excited. I really want to do a good job on that. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then uh, I'm going to have another video coming out on Reviews.org. Um, I've got sort of a, a, a production diary behind the scenes that I'm writing up to to publish on the Patreon. Uh, and then, I, like I said, I still have some embargoes that are going to be going up next week okay. that I can't really talk about just yet. And so there's going to be some stuff uh or next week that I think will also be very interesting uh, to check out. So I'll be nice. Uh, I I don't have anything going up tomorrow. I, tomorrow I'm just going to take a nap. I <laughs> I you okay? So I'm I am I'm getting into that. Um, unfortunately, tomorrow is not my day off, but it's not my Friday off. So I have to I still have to do work and stuff like that. So, but for me, I'm I've seriously burnt because so. Just for reference, I know for most everybody in the chat, you probably saw only you know the videos I posted on the English side, but because of these are flagship devices and they're international devices, I also had the Arabic side version of this. So that burns mm-hmm. me out when I have to produce that many videos um, in one week. Typically, I keep one main flagship a week. I typically don't have that much, you know, hitting at the same time. So, um, yeah, I'm I'm pretty much tapped out for probably, you know, Saturday we'll have the, uh, the you know, obviously the Android Bay. Um, and uh, that that for me, I'm I'll, I'll do a little bit of build up for next week, getting things ready. Um, and I and I want to start. I want to get back into somewhat of a normal. I haven't been able to have a normal week of production for many, many weeks. And it's killing me because don't get me wrong. I appreciate time, uh, you know, embargoes and so on, but that middle of the night embargo things every time I, I, I scathed by a couple of hours of sleep that night. 
and it takes me days to kind of recoup. So yeah, so, the Xperia 4 embargo was midnight our time, and I I usually don't. I usually just like I'm gonna be late. I'll publish when I wake up, but I actually did set it up to to publish. At one in the morning, um, Lex woke up and she'd had a bad dream and she'd fallen out of bed because um, she's six. And yeah, I help her get Marie helps her get back into bed. I'm telling her it's okay, everything's all right. And you're like, all right, well, let me just go make sure everything published. And I didn't even end up getting back to sleep until like four in the morning. Yeah. So uh-huh. it, it's been enough of like what you're saying. It's been enough of these like international embargoes that just like get right in the way of your sleep schedule. And you're like, oh, I'm just dragging ass like for two days. It takes me two days to recover from getting my sleep interrupted. No, I, I, and it, it's it's weird. I, we're <laughs> team team 40. Uh, no. Um. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we're old. Hey, ah. that's where we are. Uh, but uh, with that being said, I, I hope you guys have a great rest of well, I, I, for most everybody watching this, if you're if you're in the U.S., obviously have a good evening uh, for everybody else around the world. I hope you guys have a great Friday because we'll be there with you guys, hopefully in another eight hours or so. Um, uh, and, and there's going to be obviously a lot more conversations, a lot more questions and so on. I want to put a couple of videos. Um, I, I realize that my videos are very long and I you you have to purposely be a fan of the product to enjoy my content on this. Um, I want to put a little bit of a kind of like a, a highlight video for the Xperia 1 Mark IV, kind of literally just going straight to the point with everything and leveraging the video that I made with the 30-minute video because I don't have to speak as much. They're like, hey, you want more detail? Jump over there. I put chapters in there. You could do your thing. Um, so I may work on something like that for early next week. And a lot of, like you mm-hmm. said, uh, I want to stock up on on, on content uh, with the Xperia 1 Mark IV because, yeah, come Monday, it goes back in the mail for me. So same. Uh, Hopefully, hopefully we'll get a chance to play with Audio Pro when when retail units or that software is available yeah. for us to test out. I would love to see how that works, um, especially on the on the go, like when we're traveling and stuff like that. I, I want to be able to see how that audio experience is. So uh, exciting stuff! A lot more things to go. Yeah. We're not even done with Q two, and it's crazy the way things are. So um, be safe, stay safe. Um, I'll see you guys on Saturday with the Android Bay Monday with our buddy Juan Carlos Bagnell, and then we'll close it up again one more time next Thursday with the best of our week. Take care, everybody. Have a good night.